Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Imagine Faith Talk, the podcast where we believe that faith in God is the key to unlocking everything that you've been called to be. Now, look, if you're new, we love you. And the whole purpose of this podcast is to help you become a high performer with higher values operating in your highest nature. So if you're new, you can do a couple of things. We'd love for you to tell others about this podcast. You can go on any site that you actually listen to podcasts, Deezer, Apple, Wherever you listen, please subscribe to the podcast, write a review. Actually, there's been some beautiful reviews that we've been listening to, and I wanted to read some because this has been touching our heart. Like we always say, if we don't do this for anybody else, we're doing it for us. But to know that other people are being impacted is so beautiful. This is from Grandma Sue's Excellent Dialogue. Lots to think about no matter what stage of life you are in now. I appreciate the quotes and scriptures referenced in the podcast. Also, this one from 4MEDSMP. This is really, thank you so much for this one. These guys make me want to do big things. I love their continual use of scripture, their enthusiasm for life, and the way they model living within God's unique purpose for your life. I can't wait to see where this podcast takes me and those who listen. Thank you so much. We love you. We appreciate you. You can also go on socials at Imagine Faith Talk and subscribe and watch our content. And we're going to get into this content right now. Donovan. Let's do it. Yes, sir. Why are we talking about this? Why is this important? Bruh, it's the community. Bad company corrupts good character. And if your character is corrupted, so is your ability to be a high performer. You got to talk about this. Who's in your camp, bro? You know what I'm saying? Do you, is there a Judas there that you're not aware of? Or maybe you just picked poorly. Maybe the, the ability, maybe the potential of your performance is limited to the people you choose to have in your community. Could be. I don't know. Just saying. Like, Dude. are you around high believers? You know what I'm saying? You, all, you heard all them sermons about eagles flying by themselves and going, like, who's around you and how are they influencing you? Do you have people who can be empathetic with you but can't push you? Like, this is, this is you. You got to create this. You are responsible for creating your community. And we don't, a lot of high performers don't recognize how much of a threat it could be to your ability to be a high performer. Just having your own people in close proximity to your potential. Yeah, that... Man, while I like that so much, I mean, once again, we're talking about in this, like the number one threat is we're not prioritizing our essentials. There are certain things that we need to do to continue the longevity, right? This is the way that God made us. Certain things are absolutely necessary for our success. And success for us on this podcast equals personal alignment plus self-development times faith. Yeah. To finally be aligned with people like Donovan was saying that share your struggles, who share your love, who share your ethos and reasoning for why you do things. Mm. To be with people who are constantly on this journey with you, who are trying to reach the mountaintop, if you will, but do it in a healthy manner. You need those people. I mean, you're talking about Judas, bro. I'm talking about for even just myself. It might just be the fact that I'm trying to do it solo and I haven't even allowed other people That's good. into my steed. So let's talk about that. Yeah. Priority one is create a community. Stop yeah, trying to dude. do it alone. That's, a, that's, that's an essential. A community is an essential. We're talking about the essentials we need to, to counteract these threats against a high performance. So let me, let me ask you this, bro. When you were in med school, yeah. Before we even got to pentatonics, when you were in med school, did you have a community? You know what? If I'm, if you want me to be super, super, super honest, I had friends that I loved who were really good friends of mine that I think they kept me 
<laughs> they kept me going, yeah. but that didn't come until my senior year of college. And I feel like the reason is, I think it started in boarding school. It was so competitive. I'm not going to say toxic, Uh-oh. but it was so competitive Uh-oh. that you wanted to keep everything to yourself. Your wins, your joys, your struggles. Because Good in a space Lord. like Phillips Academy Andover, and like I said, I'm so thankful to this school for what it's done for me. I am thankful. I love it. I donate to it. I, like this, I could not be who I am today without, without Andover. But the consequence was that because it was so competitive, I was afraid to share my joys because I didn't know if somebody's going to backstab me. I was afraid to share my joys or if I had a win or share my struggles because somebody could use that to their advantage because we're all applying to the same Ivy League schools. We're all applying to the same top colleges that help you get on a fast track to success. Mm. And so, you know, you is the jealousy. It's the the smirks. It's the looks. And so you just kept things to yourself. And it's so funny. I, I don't think it was until my senior year of college that I finally really found friends that I could actually share that with who just loved me for who I was. And I think there was a there was an opening up of my soul once I found people who just said, look, you're talented. Cool. I love you for you. I don't love you because of your talent. I'm going to root for you because I love you and you are a wonderful human. And I hope because of your talent, you serve other people. But I, remember, I'm. I'm here for you. That's good. So if you're going to struggle, know that I'm going to be there to bear you one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. Even if they're not Christians, that's what they were doing for me. And I needed those people, bro. So what I'm hearing is that don't create a community that's going to be in competition with you. Wow. Yeah. I don't need that. That's, that's, that's going to impact my ability to be a high performer. Because I'm have to, I have to, I have to utilize certain capacity to hide things from you and not share things with you because you're in competition with me. That's mm-hmm. that's capacity that could be spent with a different community of people where creativity could be stirred up, and that could aid in my ability to release more of my high performer potential. This community component is important, man. I'm, 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 I'm interested. Let me, let me ask you a question, man. I mean, yeah. I, mean I want to share some things about, you know, from, from the strip club yeah, about yeah, 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 yeah. a community. But yeah, who yeah, was yeah. your, who was your the first person that you feel like made it into your community? Maybe at Andover that you like, yo, I know I can trust this person because because we're, we're trying to tell people to create a community. Maybe you can give us some aid us in identifying how do you vet a person that belongs in your community. Mm-hmm. Who was the first person, if you can remember that, made it into your community that you're like, yo, I believe that you'll be healthy for me and help help me be the high performer I know I can be. You know what? I, I, I'm actually probably, if, if you don't mind, I would rather talk about probably after college because the thing is, okay. I, I think that throughout high school and college, even though these people are still my best friends to date, and I'm, and, and, but because in those times, I'm still learning so much about myself that I still don't even know if I was super, super clear about who I needed in my circle. That's good. Do you know what I mean? That's a good point. It's a, That's a good place to start. It's a clarity issue. 
Right, because the thing is, there were certain things that these friends. And that's another. That's another number one threat. Yeah, I mean, bro, it's an essential to know who who you are and what you need before you go out and find the people to support and partner with you in that. Hundred percent. I didn't. I mean, I didn't have the wherewithal to think about that. And some of these friends that I had in high school and college, like, like I said, they're still friends to this day. I love them, but there were still things that were unhealthy because we were all figuring each other out. And only yeah. now, since we're in our 30s, I look back at those friends and now we talk a lot and, and they've all grown and we could see the differences and the changes. And now we we lean on each other more because those childish things. Right. When I was a child, I acted like a child. When I became a man, I became and I acted like a man. And now we can really talk on that level and be deep and vulnerable. Right. I, I, I felt like I was always a very vulnerable person growing up in the sense of, you know, I would I was very um connected to my feelings maybe classical music had a part of that because classical music just opens up a well of emotion that's and explains, a lot that of my explains a lot about you bro the way you talk the way you do your music the way you do art like you 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 come from a very deep emotional place i look oh, at man. you sometimes like this brother is feeling this <laughs> on a different level and it's produced in your art as well because oh, even man. when you aren't saying anything and you let me hear like one of the songs you're working on i feel that thing so deep and that, not by accident. It's because the architect of it, the the actual artist who's creating it, was is that's he he lives in the deep. And so mm-hmm. my, everything I do as an artist is going to smell like that because that's where I love to live. And I, I'm learning this about you right now, and it makes perfect sense. Even Bro. people who've watched his podcast have said like, "Yo, Kev be man, he be like, I don't be trying to give him access to my heartstrings, but he'll find it and he'll just strum that thing. Like, you know, it's." <laughs> Wow, like first of all, I'm not your instrument, bro. Back up. Um, but you know, they can <laughs> But brother, like you know how to connect with people on that level. I don't know if that's a gift or what it is, but okay, can continue, bro. I'm just I'm happy that I'm learning things about you while we're talking. <laughs> well, bro, I I appreciate it. and the reason I think is I I've always been emotionally aware. Mm. And I think that's also actually one of the things is my first group of community, I really think it was women because I could speak to them about the level and speak about my feelings, speak about where I'm going, speak about why I feel this way. That's good. And so when I was connecting with men, it was really tough for me, actually, because there's a I feel like at the time, I don't know if it's a machismo. You're trying to prove yourself like, yeah, and it wasn't really talking about the emotional heart of things. And now in my 30s, now these men have grown up and become I mean, they've, they've opened themselves up. They've also gone through therapy and we talk and I'm like, oh, man, you can be we can really, really now truly be in community. We can now truly be lockstep. Yeah. So that's why a lot of times I feel like I went at things alone. And even like, that's good, bro. We're talking about like community of just people like spiritually, dog, like. I think on tour, right? I talked about this in the last episode, how there were so many times because of the Christmas season, right? My band Pentatonics, we are so busy. I will make foolish choices, for example, during the nighttime, like binge eating and I don't know, uh, watching movies that are like crazy looking to watch that are going to keep me up all night. And a thing I realized from a coach, he said, I know you're not in community when you're not prioritizing your essentials. I'm your coach for the reason of you can open up in shame to me and know I will not judge you. But it's your own shame that keeps you away from me. And how much do we do that as high performers, right? In the darkness, we don't let anybody know. We don't want our, we don't want our darkness to be known by any other people. 
right? Like, that's the thing about, I feel like, communities. Like, these are people, if they're really your community, they will not judge you. They're going to be like, hey, I struggle with the same thing. Right? This is why I love what Mike Todd talks about his thing with pornography. He's like, look, dog, like, my wife is my best friend. And I know that if I'm feeling a certain way, I can text that woman and say, I am feeling a type of way. That is true high performance, dog. High high performers need freedom. Yeah, artists need freedom, but high performers need freedom. And I don't know if anybody's never connected the dots for you pertaining to freedom, but as you expose your struggles, you find freedom. Yeah. As you expose your struggles in a safe environment, you find support to aid in that freedom. And when you have a community where you can express these vulnerabilities and find the support that you need, therein lies a, a, a depth that every high performer needs, a depth within themselves that they need to release more of that potential. That's so good. And I think that that's why what you're saying is so important because I need to be free within myself because if I'm not, I'm going to block my gift. I'm going to block my potential and I'm going to block the ability I'm gonna, and I'm going to block my performance. Dude. I I feel that thing so deep. That's why the vulnerability is so necessary in community, right? Like, I, I'm going to say this last thing, and I'm curious about you because you talked about the Judas stuff, right? Like, I, I, I want to know, Strip Club, how, yeah, how did it go down? Camp. Yeah. <laughs> how did it go down? But, like, now, on tour, I have this group on Sunday mornings. It's called a journey group. And we just do life together on Sundays, even while I'm on tour. And they're like, nice. how is your heart in Jesus? What are you struggling with? And we go vulnerable. We just, hey, this is what it is. And it's just so nice to say like, hey, I'm going to bear your burden and I'm going to pray for you. Because that is an essential, being in this community. To know that Jesus did life with 11 other people, he didn't need it, but he was modeling something for us. (laughs) Yeah. Right? He's God. Does he really need community? But that modeling was what we needed so that we can continue in the longevity. That's good. Of living out the unique calling in our lives. Donovan, Listen, bro, I want to know you though. Man, as a single uh, high performer, I think it's funny. <laughs> we, were t- we were talking about the behind the scenes of it. Like, how do I not let, how do I occupy or how do I live in this arena of not letting sex impact my success? Yeah, yeah, they yeah. We yeah, that yeah. as a title. We talk about like, how do I navigate lust as it pertains to my ability to leverage my faith? Yeah. Right? You know what I'm saying? These things often come up. But listen, man, when it comes to community, even at the strip club, you know what I'm saying? I have my core people. So listen, my my first tattoo, my first tattoo was from my community at the strip club. All of us got untouchables tattooed on our back. Oh, wow. Untouchables, son. Like my mom was okay with it after she had a, a nervous breakdown. But cause she, had, she had prayed over me her entire life. Like, God, you know, protect my son while he Amen. goes out into these streets. Um, um right, let right, no right. weapon formed against him prosper, right? So for me, that equated to untouchable. So we all got untouchable on our back. And it was so necessary. Talking about having a community that's in competition to you, there was a group of women in the club with money and they were going to give it to whoever they wanted for the most part. Mm-hmm. And so literally you're in competition with every other dancer that's in that club, right? And so having a community helped me to have people that was going to have my back, right? This is a practical thing because when you go on stage and people throwing money at you, who's going to pick your money up? Your competition or your community? 
Because that's going to determine what you walk away with at the end of the night. Right. Like, I know I made more money than this, but whoever was picking your money up was pocketing it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying to you? So it's important to well, identify I needed, one, somebody to pick up my money. Two, I needed someone who, who supported me to be on the microphone pumping me up to the crowd. Right? I didn't need somebody low-key hating on me. Or being quiet on the mic, like I had to get one of my brothers who had untouchables on his back. He was, uh, he could do, you know, I do MCing, right? So he'd be on the mic, yeah, ladies, come down here, support this. What well, is my brother? Da, 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 da. He was pumping me up. We need right. that in community. People that's gonna pump us up. Even right. on nights I didn't really feel like doing them much, he was able to speak life into me. Now I'm doing all this in the, in the, in the dark world, but I'm recognizing the impact it had on me being a high performer. Now mm-hmm. that I'm using biblical guidance, I'm able to do it in a holistic way, but it helps to talk about how this. Showed its face in the in the in the in the strip world, but it was many people in there who did who smiled in my face, who didn't have my best interest at heart, and I had to be aware of that. So I found me a community, and we bonded together. We did things outside of the strip club. We went to the snow and all those kind of things. Mm-hmm. And still to this day, those are still my brothers. Even though we have kind of gone in different directions, they, they'll still hold me down to the best of their ability and the best of their knowledge. That's but I so recognized good. once I left that environment, I had to find a new community. Mm-hmm. That could support me where I presently was, and oftentimes we keep the same people out of seniority, even though they don't have. There's no relevance. There's no relatability there, and we have to be mindful of that as well. So even now, I need people like you said earlier who can relate to the present struggles that I have and the present vision that I'm aiming for. So that when I come to them and say, yo, bro, I'm struggling with lust, I don't need nobody to say, man, go ahead and get one off then. You know, you probably need to, you know, you just broke up with your girl. The best way to get over one is to get up under another one. Uh, That's not what I need right now. I need somebody who understands the vision that I'm going for and that is going, not just understands it, but they're also aiming in the same direction or a similar direction to help hold me down so that, again, I can be the high performer that I know God has called me to be. But we have to understand how important the community is to that. Bro, to your question, okay. To what you just said, right? One of the things you just said that is so mind-blowing. If God is the master of exits to get people into a new season, for example, a new community, how in the world do you hold the balance of the two? Right? Hold the balance of the community that you know. You know what? I still love these people even though... They don't understand where I'm going, but I know that God still died for them for God so loved the world and he gave his only begotten son. But I also know I need to prioritize the essentials of where God is calling me to go. We love y'all. And remember, love transforms you, purpose defines you, and impact activates you by faith. Tune in for the next one.